I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Artist and amazing Tim Laddie, creator of Night Stars, and you're listening to MHOG Podcast. Bogachita stays in the Bogachita. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're, you're our first uh, official female guest. Uh, it's a shame, too. You know, I mean, maybe if we were video, because Rum with his shirt off is just. Totally I know. <laughs> his, his milkshakers bring all the girls to the yard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. I, I don't know about us being on video. I think that would make things a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Considering I usually not wearing pants, so that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I, small camera. That's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, All right. See? <laughs> see? Good I like how we have our first female guest, and Rome's like, yeah, I'm not wearing pants. Right <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you picked you pick the right know. female guest. Some are burlesque dancer. Very rarely do I wear pants. Uh, that exactly. is true. You're Well, <laughs> it makes shopping a lot easier. Pres- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, you, you are a burlesque dancer, and uh, that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show. It's uh, an interesting profession. Yeah, I mean, um, it's one of those things where I still can't necessarily tell everybody that I do it. I do still have my day job, and my family does kind of frown upon it and stuff. But it's, I think, one of the best jobs I could have ever asked for. <laughs> well, it's got to be an interesting. Uh, I mean, do you? I mean, where do you do a lot of clubs, or or what type are you doing? I work in New Orleans, and uh, the troupe that I'm with is Reverend Spooky Lestrange's Billion Dollar Baby Dolls, and we oh, awesome. do we do a monthly show. And it's we kind of hop from venue to venue for our monthly show. Like for example, we uh, were just at the Shadow Box, and I think we're going to be at Cafe Istanbul later this month. But I do also perform with other troops. I work with um. I was recently in a Gorilla Tango Theater's production of Boobs and Goombas, which is the Super Mario Bros. <laughs> show. How awesome! <laughs> and uh, and I and I'm at the Royal Sinesta on a Friday night every once in a while. So is it cool. is it true that Cafe Istanbul was once Constantinople? Really? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly. Yeah, we try. <laughs> he tries, actually. Well, how how do you get uh, involved with with burlesque? I, it seems like one of those things that I guess you would have to look for. You just you know, yeah. They, like, did you just like, jump into it? I'm assuming it's a, it's a kind of a complicated art form to a point, isn't it? Yes, it is actually because I keep saying that the biggest difference we keep getting compared to strip clubs a lot for well obvious reasons. But the biggest <laughs> difference between um, a strip club and a burlesque show: people go to strip clubs to see naked women. People go to burlesque shows to watch women take their clothes off. There's right. definitely an art form to it. There is a uh, you know very beautiful way that someone can tease the audience but all by you know just peeling off a glove or taking off a stocking and the way that I got into it and I think the way a lot of people get into it is really going to shows uh you stick around for a little bit you make friends with the performers and then um Bella Blue has a burlesque class down here so I took some of her classes and I I kind of got into it because Spooky had two girls out for one of our shows and so she was in desperate need of a performer I had like a day to come up with something 
<laughs> but I did it. There you right. go. So you got a day. Come on, you can do this. All right. <laughs> I picked a really short song. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. That's what I would have did. But then she kept asking me to come back after that and every month after that, and here I am, two years later. Well, it's kind of a cool thing. I've seen a few of the burlesque shows, not not down there, but uh, it's it's kind of neat because it, it's it's a bit of a tease. There's a little comedy to it, and it's a you know it it, it kind of sets the whole mood. You know, you got to engulf the audience with it. It's kind of cool. Oh yeah, that's definitely my favorite part of it is making people laugh. Like if you take off, um, I have one of my favorite things is a pair of tearaway shorts. And if you tear them off like at the right moment in a song, and it gets such a reaction from the audience. <laughs> I do that at work, and people but we also kind of um. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of odd working where you work and you pull your yeah. shorts off there, Rob. I would, I would kind of look funny at you too. It's, it's not the shorts, Rob. It's the banana hammock underneath. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's also just kind of the stuff that we poke fun at. Like I said recently, I was at the, and I'm going to be in this again next Saturday. Uh, Boobs and Goombas doing a Super Mario burlesque show. You get two girls running around as Mario and Luigi, and you know, then doing a strip tease. That's funny. It is funny. Do you guys have the mustaches? Yeah, they have the they have the mustaches. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, how, how do you figure out which girl has to wear the turtle suit? Do you, like, draw straws? <laughs> Mayhammer was our turtle, and really, it's, it was like casting for a play for that show. You had to audition, and then they pick a character for you. <laughs> wasn't, it the, wasn't it the princess from Mario, Princess Peach? Princess Peach, yes. Princess Peach, no? yes. Yeah, okay, so I thought. Very good, right? Well, I'm proud. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I just video game nerded out there. What's your Mario trivia? Yeah. Wait, I thought it was Princess Toadstool. No. There's two of them. Oh, really? There's two of them, yeah, Princess Peach. Peach, I think, is from Super Mario Brothers, and she's the blonde, and Princess Toadstool is the redhead, the brunette, the other nice. one, the other one that nobody cares about. Exactly, because I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And uh, what, what, what kind of, at, a, at a Boobs and Goombas, is that what you called it? Yeah, that's the name of the show. Uh, at, at a Boobs and Goombas. I was just making sure I wasn't yeah, I know, inserting I boobs in there. Yeah, you just want to uh, put boobs in everything you say, so it's okay. Uh, uh, do, uh, what, do you listen to the 8-bit soundtrack, or is it, uh, Captain Lou Albano singing Do the Mario? <laughs> is that before your time? <laughs> no, no, I think we had that in there at the end, but it's most, it's all remixes of the songs from, uh, the, the video game. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. cool. Like, one of the songs I danced to with, uh, the Chain Chomp, it's, um, a techno remix of, uh, The Underground. Oh, nice. And is there someone that they play the star theme and they have to dance really fast? Really fast? <laughs> Or the fireball, yeah, you only got a second to do it, come on. We do have fireballs. Nice. <laughs> a little bit of everything in that show. You had it, like, Wayne had those too, but he got cream. Yeah, I did. It was... <laughs> I'm sure now. And then the other thing that we do is um, we tend to make fun of politicians a lot. Wow. So I noticed that with <laughs> I noticed that with my particular troupe, the Baby Dolls. Like we recently did a our last show was Louisiana Scandals, so we had a lot to choose from from that. I did yeah. uh, <laughs> I did a number um, making fun of David Vitter. Oh, nice. <laughs> and how did you do that? I'm just I'm just trying to picture that dance. Okay, well, in the dance, I kind of was David Vitter, so I pretended that, like, you know, I was calling the DC Madam. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then, by the end of the number, does anybody want to guess what I was wearing? You get you get bonus points if you guess what I was wearing by the end of the number. Oh, uh, come on. What was your... Nothing? No. Uh, I'm assuming. I am Ed, Edwin Edwards strapped to your leg? <laughs> You should get bonus points just for that. Yep. <laughs> that was inventive. I'm uh I'm stumped. Me too. I was wearing a diaper. Nice. <laughs> is that part of it's one of those yeah, it's like <laughs> I didn't go to that. I was rather happy with my life. Thank you. <laughs> that was his uh, that was his fetish, so I was completely making fun of that. And it was just one of those moments where it's like, Am I really gonna do this? Yep, I'm really gonna do this. <laughs> That's, well, that's awesome. And um, I've done I've done a couple of numbers like that, and I have oh my gosh, the girls in my troop are fantastic. Um, for that show, this girl uh, Hurricane Valor did uh, she danced to the Wally World song, the Walmart song, and she booty bounced the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's amazing. She's zero. That, that's like one of the worst songs ever. Have you ever heard that? I think somebody played it for me once. Oh. Please don't make me listen to it. I'm ever since, ever since it. Raw mentioned that stupid thrift shop <laughs> song, <laughs> it plays on the radio all the time suddenly. And, uh, oh, God. I know. The sad, sad thing is, I'm probably going to wind up dancing to the thrift shop song. Nice. 
<laughs> only because um a lot of us get like our get our costumes from thrift shops that we uh we modify and like the tearaway shorts that I was talking about yeah. and um I have a pair of tearaway pants. We go to um and we do that with dresses, we do that with secondhand stores. We'll go and buy our clothes, but then we have to sew them and alter them to make it so that they could come off easily. You kind of split the seam and velcro it. Uh, snap tape. It's snap like tape. has the snaps already built into it. <laughs> and stuff in. Wait, how do you do this, Rob? <laughs> It was it, it was another life. I don't it want to talk about. It was a long time ago, right? Before Mrs. Rump, correct? I got yeah, you. yeah, it was a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> what do you think we're wearing? What I'm wearing when I get on the plane to come down there? That's true. That's uh, true. Please, please don't show up to uh, Free Comic Book Day wearing that. <laughs> we're we're going to make him wear a tearaway muumuu. <laughs> tearaway muumuu and ass chaps. That's what I'm wearing. Awesome. Have y'all been to um, Have you guys ever been to a comic book burlesque show? Uh, I, I, I mean, have not. I have been to an actual show show. I've, I've seen your troupe at uh, a comic shop. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I'm, I'm not mentioning specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually, I've never been. I, I'm... I'm Curious though, I'd actually like to see what, what you said. The uh, the boobs and goombas is this Saturday? Uh, next Saturday, March ninth. Okay. March. But um, like every year, we try and do a um, tribute to Comic Con show. We usually do it like right around when Wizard World is coming to New Orleans. So, and that's probably our favorite show that we do every year because we're all. Um, I'll let you in on a secret. Every burlesque dancer that I've ever met is number one an animal lover, and number two a huge friggin' nerd. What animal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your spirit animal? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> I mean, I have dogs, like, and lots of us have cats, and lots of us have more dogs. Somebody I know has a rat. We love animals. That's cool. Mm-hmm. My Patronus is a fox. Really? Nice. Really? Fox. You said your Patronus is a fox. Patronus? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my Patronus is a cake. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I've drank Patronus. <laughs> that pushes away Dementors. I think that's <laughs> Get away, I have cake. This is how sad I am. I uh, I was on the road today on I-12, and I saw someone with a, li- a Louisiana license plate that said Muggle. And I just started thinking about it. I was like, that's one of only 50 people that's lucky enough to have that license plate. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with those people? Did you drive up next to them? I know what your license plate means. <laughs> They'd be really oh. racy and have a license plate that says Mudblood. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. That's a foul word. Wouldn't you have to spend more for, for the extra letter, though? Uh, well, no, you should take up the space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take out. I wonder if someone has that. There you go. That could be my new license plate. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, so besides, the, I, I know for a fact, besides the uh, burlesque stuff, that you also are in a band, correct? That is correct. Yes. In fact, I, the reason I know this is because the famed Joe Pano uh, yeah, is, ooh, yeah. is the guitar player in my band, <laughs> Resurrection Band. So that's how I know. <laughs> oh, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be a guest on the show actually in a couple weeks. Oh, will he? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> might. He might be a guest on the show right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's hilarious. He just comes up with some of the most oh, outrageous yeah. things I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually has told me many times that he can't watch my burlesque shows because he's he's gotten to be like a big brother to me, and it's just weird for him. <laughs> well, tell us about the band. Uh, what? What's uh, going on there? Your family don't watch each other dancing in uh, underwear? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Mine either. What kind I don't of know. Did yours? <laughs> people come from. <laughs> Mine were hippies, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah all right. His lived in a commune. Anyway. Yeah, but the uh, the band thing, what, uh, what do you got going there? Tell us about that. I am in a band called The Consortium of Genius, also known as the COG, and oh. our boss and lead singer is Dr. Milo T. Pinkerton III. We are a band of mad scientists, <clears throat> excuse me, and we will one of these days take over the world if one of our plans ever goes right. Awesome. But like- it's not its not even so much a show that we put on, it's like an experience. We all, all of our songs are, we do pretty much every genre, but we also kind of poke fun at every genre. And cool. um, so, yeah, we've got everything from heavy metal to country to jazz to industrial metal <laughs> and uh i um i use the same name as i do in burlesque my name is remy d and i'm lab technician and i'm dating the drummer who is a robot yes oh drum bot yep i uh I, i've seen cog once or twice 
I don't even remember. It's been, uh, but it was a long time ago. It's actually before you were in the band. Isn't yeah, it? That, they've been around for about uh, over fifteen years now. But I've only I've been with them about two years now. Yeah, I gotta I gotta see this. It's, it sounds it's, awesome. It's really good. It's funny. It's fun to watch. Mhm. And uh, everybody, yeah, everybody's got their own character. Basically, like our characters are all exaggerations of ourselves, except evil. <laughs> Wow. So it's a lot of fun. It's so it's, it's really a lot of fun to just uh No no she said she said exaggerated Rome. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he said that's him in a nutshell and I said that's that she you said exaggerated. Yeah, not not real life. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, our next show is uh, going to be in Covington. It's at this place called The Green Room, and we have a lot of fun when we perform there, so we're getting excited about it. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually been in The Green Room. I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen multiple pictures of the place, and I, uh, we've only played in Covington once. I don't remember what the, now, the hell the name of the place was. All I remember is my drummer at the time almost threw a cymbal at a guy because he got in the, the guitar player's face while we were playing, so we, you know, we had to get out of there pretty fast. So I don't even remember what the name of the place was. If you throw I a think you were playing a stuck Metaphorically? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I said, I think he was playing the Stuckies. Yes, exactly. We don't have Stuckies. <laughs> Should. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm lost. Uh, is that a restaurant? or, or, uh, it's, or it's a roadside uh, rest that has really good pecan logs. Oh, okay. Has pecan logs? Logs. Yeah. Logs. Pecan logs, yeah. Oh, okay. I okay, I, I didn't know if, if you were talking about that or if there was like a type of drumstick called a Stucky or something. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, uh, I, you have a, a bunch of other things uh, that you do as well, don't you? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I, jeez, uh, I'm in grad school right now. I have my day job. I have another day job, and plus the band, plus burlesque. Wow, jeez. when do you sleep? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's what time lot. is it? <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of stuff. I, I thought Lots you told me you had a show as well that you did. Uh, for um, for burlesque or for uh, the band? No, no. A, a podcast. I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I do a um a comic book po- comic book sorry podcast with my friends on uh, Wednesday nights. It's called the Nola Nerd Podcast. Wow, cool. And uh, what we do is every Wednesday during the day we'll go and read the new comics, and then that night we sit around and talk about them. That's awesome. Cool. Give them ratings. Give them mm-hmm. give our book of the week. And I've it's. I'm kind of glad I've been doing this because it's been getting me back into DC Comics, which I'd kind of stopped reading for a little while, but then I picked up the new 52, and I'm one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> you hooked? I'm hooked. Yeah. Not on all of them, but on a good bit of them. So, yeah. The only, the only one I've, uh, I've been reading is Batman. Oh, dude, last issue, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had to stop reading at one point and then put it down, <laughs> go take a walk, and then come back and brace myself. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that, the whole the death, death of the family. family yeah. I thought that was really good. Adam, I know you posted some uh, some yeah. interesting remarks on it that even actually, actually got about yeah, uh, Mr. Snyder's I, I upset Scott Snyder. <laughs> I, I hurt his feelings and I, I felt really guilty afterwards. Really? He was yeah. such a nice guy about it. Like usually a lot of those people are dicks and uh like if you say something bad about them, they'll just like block you. But I didn't even he follows me and I I forgotten that because <laughs> I have, uh, there's a certain number of famous people that follow me. You know, like, and when I, number one, moderately famous, not all of them comics. Uh, and number two, when I say follow me, like, I'm on their list, but they follow, you know, whatever, 400 people. Right. So you assume they're not watching, and then, like, I posted this piece on Death of the Fan, or the last issue specifically, and he, he wrote, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't like it, uh, I really enjoy your opinions. I hope you like what we do now. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. You feel like an ass. You feel like, yeah. I'm oh, so I do. I felt, I, I, you know, like I said, he was a really nice guy, and I, I enjoy his work, and I tell him, look, we, we push your work all the time. I look forward to what you do next. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, but he's a really nice guy, so I, you know, I, so, so now I have to, like, I feel like I have to give him a positive review for sure next time. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you still like you? Hey, this is a great issue, even if you don't like it. Right. Uh, and I, actually, I thought that he uh, stopped following me altogether because I had done, written something else about him or earlier that was kind of a mixed review and he didn't have anything to say about it so I was like I, I, well maybe it wasn't too was negative like, or too maybe, positive so he was like okay right. it's alright I figured like he must have blocked me you know and, I, <laughs> and that made me feel bad too because I was like 
Come on, man. <laughs> it was, it was kind of 50-50, you know, like more in your favor than against. It was really more 60-40. Yeah. And, and both, those, those, both those guys seem really cool. I mean, uh, you know. Oh, Nick Pula's the man. Yeah, he's awesome. And then, like you said, you know, you talked to Schneider a couple right. times. He's a nice guy. So that's that's another reason to buy that book, just because they're good mm-hmm. people. They're not assholes. Right. But I'll, I'll be buying Man of Steel when it comes out as well. And, and uh, Black Mirror was supposed to come out, which was his first mm-hmm. Batman. So, well, well it's a Dick Grayson Batman story. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, but uh, that's coming out on trade paperback. It was out of print, but I think we didn't get our copies. Not yet. So, in fact, I need to double check. Fucking uh, slackers. <laughs> well, I think it was a diamond thing, but I, I need Fuck to double diamond. check because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Being angry. Everyone agrees. Exactly. Anyway, but we're being rude to our guests. So, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah <laughs> what are you What are you going to grad school for? I mean, yeah, like like uh, Rump said, I don't I don't understand how you sleep. I, I I have like four websites to write for and and one job. So <laughs> and uh, and I'm exhausted. So yeah. I'm actually going for uh, English. I want to either um, write professionally or possibly teach at the university level. That's that's so, terrific. Yeah, it's it's kind of tame compared to all the other crap I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually uh, I wrote for Offbeat for one year, and that's how I met Dr. Pinkerton, and he and I. That's how I joined the band. He and I just kind of kept in touch on Facebook afterwards, and then it turned out he was looking for a female singer, and that's rest is history. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, do you write for any other publications currently, or not currently? I wrote um or for yourself, like, for, you know, whatever. Yeah, I write a little bit for myself, just like on Facebook and blogging and stuff and I'll, you know, post questions on burlesque forums and I had a, a submission published in a burlesque magazine and stuff. But I should write be writing a lot more, but well, stuff. <laughs> right, right. Stuff gets in the way, it does. Yes. <laughs> I deal with stuff all the time. And unfortunately like reading comics for hours every week doesn't count towards my grad credits. <laughs> <laughs> Think you should, but that's just me. Well, there, there are there are college classes. Um, there's actually uh, one that I'm taking online or will be taking uh, next month, I think, online called Gender Studies Through Comics. Ooh. And uh, a bunch of uh, of the bigger writers right now. Mark Wade was pushing it. Scott Snyder is one of them. Uh, I think Jonathan Hickman. Cool. A, bunch, a bunch of big-time writers are going to do guest spots where they discuss it. And I don't really understand exactly what it's going to be about because it was kind of vague, but it was a free online course. So uh, why are you staring at me like that? Because <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to finish your story, man. That was it. That was the same. Uh, uh, they're, they're, I mean, uh, obviously that wouldn't count towards your, your grad school, but, but there are colleges out there that – that mm-hmm. are moving more towards understanding the the educational value of comics and it doesn't uh, doesn't Ted Wally teach a yeah he teaches at Delgado yeah yeah I don't know exactly what the name of the course it's is. an art course I know it's an art course but right. I'm, not I'm really pretty sure. sure it's a graphic novel course I see him like every other month or so at um they have drink and draws the local yeah. comic artists around yeah. here and uh he goes to them all the time so he talks about class sometimes yeah I know and he was on the show and he, he said he said he, what he did and where he taught and all that stuff but I wasn't really sure. I couldn't remember it was uh yeah, it was just an art. I thought it, I thought he called it comic theory or something like that. Yeah, something like it was too something like that. Yeah, well, he's the he's the head of the art department at Delgado. Oh wow, that's and, good. Uh, I think he said he's been voted like teacher of the year for four years running or something like that. Oh, that's because he's the man. He is because he's tattooed <laughs> like Lemmy. He, he looks like Lemmy. <laughs> he's got. Uh, Except he doesn't have that growth on his face like Lemmy. That's a shame because that's a that's a cool thing. Really, Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, can go, you can go far with like with a huge tumor on your face. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. That's his conjoined twin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a weird term. Tent. You don't know who Lemmy is? I know who Lemmy right. is. I'm not that familiar with the growth. But like, <laughs> oh, man, you just look at Lemmy's face and you can see it. It looks like Lemmy's face is growing another face. I'm about the music, man. <laughs> I'm about vibes and You're about sound. the music. Name one Motorhead song. Oh, oh hey, wait, wait. Hey, I do know one Motorhead song. Uh, I know which one it'll be, too. you. It's time to play the game! <laughs> I don't know the name of the song, though. You know that song, right? Oh, sure. That's yep. true. Just theme. Yes. Oh, my God. He knows it because of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I knew who Motorhead was before that, but no, I don't know any other songs. I, got you. I, don't I just know it's time to play the game. <laughs> I am the game. You don't want to. I'm sorry. That's all right. 
<laughs> I used to be a big wrestling guy, but uh, I'm still a big guy, just not so much with that. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, after uh, Boobs and Goombas, yeah. uh-huh. what, what, uh, do you have any other shows, if, if someone's more inclined to things that don't involve sexualizing a Goomba? <laughs> Uh, and well, anything. Rather, let me speak specifically. Do you have anything uh, scheduled after that? I actually have um, scheduled the night before that. I'll be at uh, the Royal Sinesta. Trixie Minx does um, uh, what's called it's a show called Burlesque Ballroom every Friday night at midnight at the Royal Sinesta, and that's more like the the glove and gown classic style that a lot of people associate with burlesque, all the feather boas and stuff like that. More traditional. So, so you don't just do the you do the regular burlesque as, as well. What about the uh, what about mm-hmm. the balloon thing and the and the the big fan dances? Is that all part of it? Yeah, actually. Um I haven't done a balloon dance myself yet, but it's uh yeah, those are considered more uh, classic, more traditional kind of burlesque. But I do a little bit of both, even though I'm a That's tad cool. better at the Neo stuff, just because you have to be super graceful to do all the classic stuff, and I'm still working on that part. <laughs> and, folks, uh, now she's saying next Saturday, but uh, when this airs, that will literally mean uh, the Friday at the Royal Sinesta will be the day after this airs, and then yeah. the Saturday. Uh, when did March you say 9th. Bo- when did you say Boobs and Goombas is going to be? March 9th. No, we don't wear. Oh, uh, La Nui Theater, uptown. Okay, so that's, you know, if you're in New Orleans, go go mm-hmm. check those out, Rosa Nesta and La Nui, respectively. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the month, because Spooky's going to kill me if I don't plug my own troop, is <laughs> we're doing a, um, we're do- the Baby Dolls are doing a show on uh, March 29th and 30th. I believe it's at Shadowbox, but just check Facebook just to be sure. I won't be at the 29th show because I will be in Covington doing the COG shows. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's so funny. Dr. Pinkerton and Spooky Lestrange are fighting over me constantly. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That sounds like yeah. a comic book fight right there if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, names, where where did you come up with Remy D? It is a play on the word, it's a play on the word remedy. Oh, okay. And also Gambit is one of, is one of my two favorite comic book characters. My other favorite is Harley Quinn. So, yeah, I'm named after Remy LeBeau. <laughs> okay. Nice. But a lot of uh, burlesque names are play on words. Like, um, and of course, one's escaping me at the moment. But, so. Well, wasn't, uh, just on a side note, uh, speaking of Remy, was, weren't they going to try to make a movie out with that character? With Gambit? With Gambit, yeah. He's been in. He's, he's been, been in. in. He's, no, I meant I meant just a a straight story of him movie. Uh, well, very briefly that there was a rumor about that they were supposed to make an Origins Storm movie, an Origins Magneto movie, and stuff like that. But I think they're just focusing more on the first class movies now. So I, I thought we thought that'd be good because I actually like Remy myself or Gambit. You know, I think I thought it was the Raging Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. I liked the, him. Uh, I did a gambit number at our last Comic Con show, so it was uh, the joke was on Remy being Remy. <laughs> Remy that would be interesting. It was fun. I, had to, I learned how to use a bow staff. Did you throw cards? I did throw cards. <laughs> Lots of cards, and I uh, for about a whole minute of the song, it's just me doing bow staff tricks. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think one of the worst characters is Jubilee. <laughs> hey, hey! I'll, I'll brook no affronts to Ju- Jubilation League. Jubilee. That was horrible. That is a pretty bad character. I didn't she like just, her on the show. She just threw out bank snaps out of her fingers. What the hell's that? <laughs> she was such a, such a whiner on the 90s show. They, they've made her cooler in some of the comics, depending on which uh, X-Men universe you're reading. But, yeah, she's not one of my favorites. Yeah, kind of silly. <laughs> she called her Firework Girl. I don't know. It was stupid. Firework Girl? Yeah, because that really sounds good. Firework well, Girl, come on! Firework Girl! That's Katy Perry's alter ego. Yeah, there you go. Katy Perry awesome. pays Place her in the movie. That'd That's also Mr. Tim Lottie's favorite song. Oh, remember maybe. he was singing the fireworks. <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, that's his. Because we had pleasure. a discussion about how it should have been fireworks, not firework. Exactly. Right. Is Tim uh, sitting into that while he's dreaming of Billy Zane? Probably. Or oh, and Wesley Snipes together. <laughs> Making a really ugly love child. Is <laughs> anyone? Every drink and draw. Like, if the world depend on it, who would you sleep with? Of the, Like, who of the same sex would you sleep with? <laughs> like, he never hesitates. Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Has, has anyone broken the news to him that Wesley Snipes is about to get out of prison? No, I, I, I haven't told him yet. But I'm sure if he listens to our latest cast, it, it, it'll... 
it'll come to him right away. That, that motherfucker has, like, 90 pages to draw in, like, two months. I don't think he's listening to anything right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's... That's good. He's stressing, probably. But, uh, <laughs> I don't black. So, um, so, Remy, uh, you, you got anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I, I know you said you had to cut out. I don't know if you want to stick around. We usually discuss uh, All kind of current events stuff, yeah. and stuff like that a little bit. Um, I think I said everything. Um, follow Reverend Spooky the Strange and the Billion Dollar Baby Dolls on Facebook to stay up to date with all of our shows because we have a lot coming up. And same thing with the Consortium of Genius. And, um, yeah, thank you guys. Well, I'm coming down in May, so I'd love to come check out a show. It'd be awesome. We have our show in May booked already, so keep you posted. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, well, well uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And, uh, like she said, go find them on Facebook and, uh, this, uh, well, the Friday that after this comes out at the Royal Semesta and then uh, the Saturday. Saturday immediately after at La Nuit. And uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. All right, we appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. Have a good thanks. one. Bye. So, uh, folks, uh, Remy, Remy left us, and uh, so... Uh, yeah, I, it was really cool for her to come on the show. And yeah, it was our first female guest, and... Uh, yeah, she seems pretty cool. Yeah, she, she's very, really busy. I mean, that girl's got so much going on. Yeah, that's... that's. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Fuck that. No. I got enough with, I'm, I'm with editing this either. fucking thing, doing a, uh, doing the show, going to work, and now we got the, the band back stuff going back together, so I got more to do that shit. I think it's really cool that they... Uh, I mean, they, they, they're taking the, uh, the, the burlesque thing to a different level when they're incorporating a lot of things like like that uh, what was it the Mario Brothers yeah Boobs and Goombas thing that's kind of cool I've I seen mean, pictures from those that's pretty funny it's pretty right. cool because I'd seen a couple shows but um, they were the, more of the classic burlesque type of stuff you know and it, it's, I'd like to see something a little bit more modern I think it'd be very cool and anybody listening should go down and check them out for sure right on speaking, so. speaking of shows guys Yes. We, we we actually have a upcoming event sponsored by the MHOG podcast. We do. Yes. We do. Yes, on we May fourth that night. May the fourth be with you. Yes, we are putting on a uh, concert of sorts um, with you know. So far, all the details aren't out yet, uh, but my band is playing for sure. Uh, that is the Resurrection Man. Yeah, Resurrection Man will be the first time in a year that we've played anywhere. Actually, longer than that, probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this will be the first show back. Uh, I'm looking to get um, Chaos Eon, you know, JP's band, and, and some other guys, uh, but still haven't heard back from anybody yet, so I'm still waiting on that. And I'm also going to talk to uh, Sean and see if we can set up not only a merchandise table for the band, but for the MHOG and the artists that have been on our show, you know, in the past. Mm-hmm. Tim, Ted, Vernon. Uh, that would be kind of cool. Put their prints up there. I've already talked to... Uh, uh, Vernon and and um, and Tim and they both are definitely in. They're coming. They're going to be there okay. for sure. They're coming right after, and they're going to put our flyers up at their tables wherever they Tim's are. Tim's just looking to get laid. I know he is, but you know, <laughs> hey, at least he's gonna, at least he's going to be there. You know I what I mean? Know. You know, I'm okay with that. So, he's only coming because Billy Zane's going to show up. And also, if you don't know, Mister Mister Rum Guy will be here also Woo. in town, so you can uh, get his autograph. And Wayne and Rum will be manning the table, and, and so will Monica. She'll be there with Monica us. Yeah, she'll be there. And, uh, we, I'll be, I'll be out working the room, shaking hands, kissing babies, or whatever the hell you do, uh, shake babies. His hands, whatever. And uh, also, we'll have, uh, we may have two people dressed up as superheroes outside the comic shop. Yeah, handing out flyers. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be huge. You we're going to try. Through. We're going to try to, you know, bring business to the comic shops and, and to um, the bars and stuff around here to just to, to help that have all helped us out. Now, free comic book day that that uh, we're going to have a table at is BSI Comics yes. in Nattery, Louisiana. So. If you're somewhere nearby, come check us out. Please. Um, and then uh, the May 4th concert will be at Twisted Twist Lime. Lime. Yeah, it's also it's on uh, Lime Street in Metairie. That's Pretty easy to remember. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of ironic name for a bar, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an appropriate name. It's not really. But then, as, for, as, more, as more things come up for the event and, uh, you know, more details are out, I'll... We'll say more on our next cast. As we erect more plans. Yes. As we're uh, erect. There, there, there may be a special print, an MHOG print for sale. There may be some other things we're giving away. But no guarantees. Like yeah, we're, we're not we're sure yet. We're trying to work on it, but 
Uh, unfortunately, part of the problem with uh, befriending artists and not being able to do it yourself is uh, you're kind of at their schedule and right. leisure, and uh, we we are. It'll be about two months from now. So I mean, I'm, I'm we'll we'll work something out. I'm sure we'll right. get something out there, and and but I know we will we'll, have copies of uh, we will have CDs of, of shows. The show. And uh, we also uh, on the CD is a special. There's only going to be one the episode that will never air on online unless one of us dies and we have nothing else to put up. <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure. <laughs> so we'll so, be airing next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> so don't die, Rob. Shit. Well, you're the hey. You're the one who's most likely to go with all your falling uh, down yeah, the damn uh, living in the saw house. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Working for the Final Destination crew. Right. I'm not even going to tell you about my week so far, so it's <laughs> ridiculous. So, but yeah, check us out and check out our Facebook page, and we'll have more more news as it, it pops up. Yeah, definitely our, come see us at uh, BSI Comics on May 4th, and then Twist of Lime. And uh, don't forget to check out our website as well, because we'll have lots of updates on there. Um, it's uh, com. And as always, on Thursday nights, Core Destruction Radio. All right, come check us out on there, too. If, if you miss any of our shows on Core Destruction, they're all downloadable on um, iTunes on our yeah, page, that'd whatever. That'd be cool if we could get some money maybe from Core Destruction and stop by and uh, help us party. It'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, I'll see what we can do. But uh, we're talking like it's the end of the show, and it is not. We're, no, we we're, still have more to we're go. We're at the halfway point. Uh, Rom, you got any stories you want to talk about? You first. Okay. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, one of them is uh, some billionaire in Australia is building the Titanic Part 2. I heard that, but he said there's going to be a difference. He's he's not building it in Australia. No, it's, it's being built by the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Under the North Korea. But the, the original <laughs> was, was an English ship. Right. So right. It, it's really uh, just sort of a novelty. And uh, he said he's got like 40,000 people signed up to go on the maiden voyage, which is incredibly morbid to me. Well, did you see how much tickets are? No. They're going to auction. I know they're auctioning some off. Uh, the starting bid will be a million dollars a piece. That's stupid. No. What kind of moron? Uh, if you're within the sound of my voice and you're you're bidding money to get on this ship and it's more than say a grand, you're a moron. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're they're having for the inaugural voyage. Uh, they're having some type of independent auction for tickets uh, for some of the most for the pristine, you know, the really expensive cabins, the really like super duper really nice ones with like the chandeliers and shit. Or I right. guess they're going to start the bidding off at a million dollars for these. And this this ship is a recreate. I mean, it's larger from what I understand, but it's see. It, I heard it was going to be a little smaller, which I thought that was kind of weird since the name's Titanic. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I heard it was going to be larger just to accommodate more people. But uh, either way, it's aside from the engines. Uh, Obviously, sure. uh, it's going to be period appropriate. It's, it's going to be a recreation. So you're not getting modern, modern amenities. You're probably, uh, you know, un- unless the... No, no, no. You mean the recreation one? Yeah. No, no. He's getting everything modern. He's just making... The outside of the ship is just going to look like the Titanic. Everything on the inside. I, I heard but it's the, a ship! I heard the story this morning. Are you sure? Because I, I also heard that they're going to uh, include gonna air period, and all that stuff. period clothing from when it was there for like if people wanted uh, maybe for up. the first run but what I'm saying is is the uh, what I heard was they're going to have air conditioning they're going to have all that stuff on. well I know they're going to have a Leonardo DiCaprio lookalike on the front of the ship really I thought you were going to have him on a piece of wood floating next to it <laughs> Or, I, uh, or sinking, I, I don't say. understand. If it's just the outside, it's a ship. Every ship more or less looks alike, except for, like, the coloring. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the paint's expensive, though. <laughs> Thank you, Rome. <laughs> so, yeah, but the, the Titanic, I just think it's such a, like, like, people, I guess, just run out of things to spend money on. And this is just so dumb. I mean, I understand wanting to go on a cruise. I, I like cruising. I'll be on a cruise in uh, next month. But I don't really understand why anyone spend that much money to go on a ship that is the most famous for dying. Right. Yeah. Well, they're going to have some interesting activities, I understand. I, from what I understand, while you're sleeping, they're going to seal your room and fill it with water, make it more realistic. I knew it was coming. You didn't get I it knew. this time. Yeah, you didn't get it this time, you piece Honestly, of shit. it was kind of weak, to tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, know, you know it, it could have been like, you know, you could have had like ring tossing onto like iceberg points or something. So uh, another story, uh, obviously the Oscars were this past Sunday. Oh, and, fuck them. Uh, I, I didn't watch it. I, I noticed a lot of people complaining about it, but they still watched. I, I didn't watch that shit. I don't, I, I don't think I've actually seen uh, an Oscars show from end to end my entire life. And I certainly haven't watched it once in the last 10 years. Although, uh, I, I did, uh, for whatever reason, I did, I was rooting for Argo and Brave to win their respective titles, and they did. But there, uh, there was a bit of controversy on the internet. Uh, you know, controversy, it's, uh, it likes to rear its ugly head and lick the sofa. And, uh. He said lick the sofa. So, the, uh, is everyone familiar with The Onion website? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, The Onion apparently has a Twitter, which, I mean, that's not surprising, you know. But, uh, they, they went online and they, uh, issued the following tweet. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't remember exactly the words, but effectively it was, uh, since everyone else is too scared to say it, that Quevenzane Wallace, kind of a cunt, right? That, that <laughs> Quevenzane uh, Wallace is the nine-year-old girl from Beasts of the Southern. She's actually from Homa, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, from here. And uh, it was obviously a joke, uh, and but people freaked the fuck out, uh, and the Onion <laughs> ended up taking the tweet down an hour later and then issued a public apology, same PC bullshit that you always hear when these things happen. Uh, we're very <laughs> sensitive, no person should be treated like an animal, whatever, right, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, well, number one, I will say that I thought it was funny. On the other hand, it was they, they call a nine-year-old a cunt. But they were obviously kidding. Joking around, correct. We've said worse. Right. But my thing is, when they took it down and they issued an apology... Too far. Don't, you know, I'm so sick of giving in to fucking these PC fucks that, that, you know, we live in the, we, you know, we finally do live in the age of Big Brother where we have fucking speech police and shit like that and you're not allowed to just think or say and if you're offended by it, okay, is it gonna fucking ruin your life because they called Quevenzale Wallace a cunt? Did you even fucking see Beasts of the Southern Wild? No, it, you didn't. It hurt, Nobody it hurt me. Shit. Huh? It hurt me. It did? Deep. Do you need me to, to, to massage the part that hurts? No. Because yeah, you're looking at me with those eyes that, that I don't <laughs> even want to know what you're thinking. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I need to massage the uncomfortable part. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, where do y'all stand on the... Uh, I think it's... I, I don't care, man. I mean, honestly, I think it's funny that, you know, I, I would have laughed. I can, I can kind of... I mean, really, I mean, I can see... If you look at it this way, it was probably bad terminology to call a nine-year-old. Oh, I, oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> but, me, I'm with it all the way. I understand that it's pretty stupid to call a nine-year-old. But, 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 but to put so much effort into backpedaling, it just seemed... I don't know. And to me, it's the onion for crying out loud. Don't right. they make fun of everybody? Yeah, although this isn't... From what I'm... I, I don't believe this is normally their type of humor, but... I, I, I'll say this. Um, what's what's more offensive? Calling a nine-year-old a cunt or calling her Quevenzane? <laughs> I mean, seriously... Uh, like these parents, what I, they don't I, like. I, the well, name. sometimes one, I, one time I, I had a Quevenzale and you had to get it removed. <laughs> no, You're so full of shit. It's a type of omelet in the Southwest, dick. <laughs> Everybody's had the famous Quevenzane omelet. Really? You know what? Uh, you can't say the fucking name. I know, and you know I, I thought mean, it was a type of wine. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> <laughs> I had, a bit of, I had a Quevenzale with a little pico de gallo one time. It was number four on the menu. He said, he said it was a rare bird, you know? What? <laughs> you heard that Quevenzale? Quevenzale! Uh, I mean, she's a pretty little girl. I'm sure she's a talented actress. I didn't see the movie. I have no she's interest. Nice. In. She's not that talented. Well, yeah, for nine years, years old, dude. I heard here's it, I heard an interesting thing. The two lead actors, her and the guy in the movie were not actors. They're no, not no. people who were classically trained. They they found these people effectively on the street. Yeah. This is the first time she's acted and she won a fucking Oscar. That's pretty so, impressive. And yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, you know what? That is impressive. But that, to me, it sounds like a pity Oscar. How can you get a pity Oscar? <laughs> can we get a pity Oscar? I'm pretty sure all Oscars are pitiful at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 
So well, you know, it's always like there's always oh let's have oh there's this cute little girl she's in this movie it's really sad it's about her you know whatever something really depressing oh she's got to get an Oscar for that because she cried like really you know drum in the nuts and he'll cry does he get an Oscar no. <laughs> Please, I'll kick myself in the nuts because I'm flexible, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and we'll have him do that on May 4th at BSI Comics. That's right. So uh, let's get back to a story that we discussed last week. Uh, the PlayStation 4 announcement dropped. Yes, yes. And uh, do they have power? Do they have games? Yes! And they have originality. It's still called the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's on the nose. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I haven't seen the, the pictures of it or whatever. It just doesn't, it seems like kind of a, at least from reading it, maybe, maybe the presentation was more impressive, but it was two hours and I didn't watch it. But it just seems like it's really not that impressive. Like, it's me, just, it's what, an upgrade, but. What, I, what I'm seeing right here, to me, it just, all it does is it reminds me of what, what the Wii U did and what the Xbox did, and they combined it both together. Right. Well, yeah, because they have the, the PlayStation app is, is effectively, what is it, uh, Microsoft Glass? Or yeah, yeah, called? yeah. Is that what it's called? It's something like yeah. It's called, yeah, Xbox Glass. Um, and the games announced uh, mean nothing to an average gamer like me, or, or, or a non... The uh, only the only game, that, like I said, the two games on there that are Killzone and Infamous are the only two that I have played. Um, Destiny I, I'm like I said before. It sounds very cool. I, I want to play that, but no one's played it yet. Right. So and it's going to be on the Xbox anyway, so I'm not really worried about it. And uh, you can say the graphics are awesome on that, and then deep down, uh, but that like saying the graphics are amazing isn't that impressive just because it's the next gen right system. And so it, they better be good, right? You know, I mean, it's not a Wii. It's a Wii U. Well, you know, in the Wii U's, the Wii U is, is actually the same as like the PlayStation Three or the Xbox Three. So correct. Um, then they have something called Knack that I don't know. It looks like a, uh, um, your basic uh, side scroller or uh, just adventure something game. for people like me that aren't gonna be able to handle like the for the higher power. Yeah. yeah, the Watchdog Company down at the bottom there. They 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 did. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Watchdog was the first ones to do uh, Drakes. So I think okay. this may be like something. It's Some called Watchdogs. So I don't know if it's. Yeah. I thought it was called a knick-knack. No. What are you talking about? That other system. Wasn't it called a knick-knack? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the game. Oh! Oh. I, I was I was before that point. I heard someone say the knack. I'm thinking, I thought it was called the knick-knack. There's, there's, oh, there's, there's a game, game called, called the knack. knack. Oh. oh. Okay. I thought it was a different system. I'm like, I don't know this system. No, no, no. The knick-knack? Like, I'm not honestly, impressed. have people really even been talking about this since it was, you know, after that big announcement? Not really. I haven't. No one I know is excited to get yeah. it. it. It's the curse of the PlayStation's. I mean, they're every, everybody's excited to see that they're doing it, and then it comes out, and they're like, oh, well. Whatever. I don't know. It seems like the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 were, were big announcements that people were talking about for a while. Yeah, I mean, even even with PlayStation 3, when, you know, Xbox 360 was right on its coattails. They, they've just never been able to capture the PS2 hype like they did. Right. right. I mean, PS2 blew away PS3, period. Like, yeah. as in, not, not graphic-wise or, or sales-wise. Sales but there wasn't any anticipation of the other systems were coming out almost at the exact same time, right? Didn't the Xbox come out, come out a, a, like a year or something after? Yes, three. I mean, yeah, after yes. PlayStation 2? Uh, yeah, around there. It wasn't, it wasn't no. the same time. No, 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 no. The 360 came out... No, no. Oh, the, oh, the regular Xbox. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The regular Xbox came out the PS2, yeah. But, but it, it came out like a decent amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, at least a year. So, PlayStation 2 didn't have any competition. Right. right. Well, it's easy to be the big dog on the block. Yeah. But they still outsold PlayStation 3 when PlayStation 3 dropped. Well, what I'm saying is, again, that's not impressive because PlayStation 3 had to contend with two other systems. But, no, but what I'm telling you is is the PlayStation 2 outsold the PlayStation 3. So no matter, every system that has come out since the PlayStation 2, which is the only the 3, right. but no one's really cared. Like, they bought the 3, but it wasn't, they, the games weren't that great. The, the, the biggest know, thing I heard with 3 was, I'm going to get a PlayStation 3 because I'd like to get a Blu-ray player. That's right. it. And Blu-ray players can be bought, and literally, like, good ones can be bought for 60 bucks now. Yeah. yeah. I could get a Samsung that has the whole Wi-Fi set up. Right. 60 everything. bucks. Why uh, spend $500 on a, a video game system? Right. Do it. Now, the new Xbox will have a Blu-ray player also. Oh, really? Yeah. Now that the HD... 
DVD died out. Uh, yeah, play, Blu-ray wars are over. Yeah, I think it's called a blue. The then one's called a Blu-ray highlight. Player. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. One of the things that they mentioned on the PlayStation website is that the uh, PlayStation Four will have a faster Blu-ray player, and I just thought it is. Are, am I watching it at a different speed? No, no, really. no. It's not the different speed for the actual ones you buy in the store. It's a different speed for the one that's in the PlayStation Three because the PlayStation Three it's got a lot of load up time. It takes a little bit longer when you put okay. the DVD in there. So I noticed it's the not, difference. Okay, I yeah. got you. So well, yeah, overall, and I mean, granted, y'all are. Y'all are Xbox guys. Oh, yeah. I just, it seems, like I said, nobody's talking about it. It doesn't, it, like, no one seems to, I mean, I'm sure people will buy it, but to what degree? And are, are, are they going to wait first to see what Xbox announces to decide which one should I buy? Because how many people, I mean, a certain amount of gamers are going to buy both systems. Yeah. But, I mean, at whatever the price point is, $400, most people are just going to go with one or the other, at least for the time being. Right. I mean, I, I'll probably end up owning both eventually, but like I did with the, the PlayStation 3 is, I bought my Xbox. I had, I've been to two Xboxes. I had another Xbox upstairs, and then Monica had asked me what I wanted for my birthday that year, and I said, I don't know. And, and her, my mom split the cost on the PlayStation 3 bought it for me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was, like, I don't know, four or five years after the 3 came out, you know? Mm-hmm. What about you, Rom? You, you thinking about buying it, any chance? Uh, the PlayStation 3? Four. Four. Or four, I mean? I don't know. I'm... I'm not going to buy it when it when it initially comes out because I I really am going to save the capital for the new Xbox. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I think the only thing that that really uh, is is Destiny going to be multi platform or is it? Oh yeah, yeah, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny's on Xbox well, and then that's out. <laughs> I mean, there are several games that usually drop for PlayStation that they don't have, like God of War. But I mean, God of War is okay. I played the first. Two I games. enjoy it, but it is just, there's nothing aside unless. You you just really like the story. There's nothing special about it. Right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I mean, it's all right. I mean, there's some other stuff that, but most things now are dropping for both systems. Like for a long time, uh, Final Fantasy was only PlayStation. Well, they screwed that up, and Xbox got that. Metal Gear, they were only PlayStation. Now Xbox is getting it. There's a lot of games that are all are being stolen, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my my question would be now and we could be wrong about our our what we're saying yeah, as far as people really. people's reaction to it I, again i haven't seen anybody on like facebook or twitter talking about it in the last week but if this is kind of a lack, lackluster response will we see more gaming companies going you know what uh exclusive to playstation is not going to pay off right because yeah. if if people are more excited or just not that excited about whatever someone he's doing then you know we need to sell units and you know what i think they should have done and this is just a personal opinion I mean, if you're going to drop something like a ps4 out on the market don't take maybe so much rebrand it as reinvent it as you know instead of just saying oh it's the ps4 it's after the ps3 it came right after the ps2 like you said not really original with the name give it a uh, give it an identity that makes people want to go out and go damn i need to get this you're saying it's it's not necessarily the system the specs or the games it's the, it's the marketing that they have. It's, it's, I, I really feel it's the marketing. I mean, it, as stupid as it sounds, I mean... It's not you, stupid. Marketing you drives out, yeah. everything in this country. When, when you go out and if, if you just say, oh my God, you know, the new system's coming out. What is it? Oh, it's the PS4. It's going to have a better Blu-ray player. Awesome. But if you gave it a, a, an identity, if, if you gave it uh, something huge, like uh, gave it... Uh, like No, don't do that because it it's small. It gets caught in there. If you... Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you uh you know give it give it give it a a, a face a, a really cool name really promote it with like a a, a campaign that really show like you're I was like oh this a movie coming out oh god what is this movie it looks awesome and then you find out that it's well, a gaming system well Rob like, you know the thing is a lot which you have to consider is companies like Sony are used to just generally being the big dogs on the block Sony is a name like people people buy the people Sony, to buy that already right people right. buy bought the Sony Bio based on name recognition. People bought Sony the Sony uh, DSLR cameras and stuff based on name recognition. Sony's a big name. They've been around for a very long time. But the thing is, they don't I always put out TV. good shit. And, and, the, and the people tend to... Like, the Bio, from what I understand, I've, I've never heard a person 
with a buyer that thought that was a good computer. People only bought it because it was Sony's name on it. The thing is, that's fine if your name recognition can carry you that way, but uh, uh, after the PS2, where they became the big dog on the block, well, really starting with the PlayStation 1, they, they were the big dog on the block, and then all of a sudden Microsoft decides, you know what, we're the biggest company in the world, and what we're doing? coming out with a gaming system yeah. now. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, now they got a big brother. And, you know, you know strangely, if, you have, and unless I'm just not thinking of it offhand, I'm surprised that Mac never came out with a gaming system. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that, that it's going to happen. Uh, now, whether, I'm sure, I'm sure they are working on it. When it'll happen, if it'll happen, because, uh, you know, let's not forget that sometimes they start working on something and it's just not the right time and it fails. Right. Like, Apple, I mean, I mean, your two biggest games. people, two biggest ones are Microsoft and, and for, and Microsoft is involved in so many things, and so is Mac. But the one thing that Microsoft has over Mac is the, the gaming industry. They just aren't touching it, you know, when it comes to a console system. At least we, right. we don't know. I mean, I, I know, I've read a few things that said that they're going to try to make something. And, and people know that Mac has great, are, are great uh, graphics computers, you know what I mean? Right. They're, they're really built for that. So, in, in essence, I mean, there, there's a, there's a, they've already established themselves as for great graphics, so uh, it's, I guess, just waiting to see if they're actually going to do anything with that concept. Right. Well, even if they come out with something, it, it would be at least another generation before they would oh, yeah. sort of dominance oh, yeah. anyway. They'll, probably, they'll give it a stupid name, though, like the iGame. Right. It's gonna be, or, 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 or the iBox or something stupid. Yeah. That nobody's I don't know like. if they go with iBox, although that's a decent name, but just because of the Xbox. But right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's some speculation that they're, they're you know, because they're supposedly very close to, like, announcing TV sets or flat-screen TVs that they're going to uh, sell. Right. And uh, there's some speculation that whatever they come out with, it's just going to be all-in-one. Your computer is going to be your TV, your gaming system, your Blu-ray player. It's going to be all of it. And, and we'll, like I said, we'll see. I mean, that's, like, room, like people like to throw things like that, that out, and it turns into a rumor because somebody said, I'd love to see this. Right. It'd be very yeah. similar to what do they call them? There's smart boards, and they have in, in schools and stuff now, wouldn't it? I don't know what that is. The smart boards are you see them on TV shows like uh, NCIS and CSI. They're like a, they have that in schools. Yeah, a lot of the schools uh, have these things called. They've replaced the chalkboard. Now, look, things look, called, look, look, Danny Warbucks. Um, most <laughs> schools cannot afford that shit. Yeah, most schools can't afford whiteboards, much less a fucking. So, no, I'm, most I'm, schools. I'm can't not, afford I'm not new saying anything books. new. This is this has been out for a while. They've actually had. Uh, a lot of schools um, everywhere from the West Coast. I think uh, a lot of schools in Texas now have them. Florida has them, uh, at uh, least in a few districts. Um, they they must it, it, the schools you're thinking of must be like private like, schools like are expensive yeah. private schools. No, like no, my my high school's got smart boards now. Exactly, my, my like, old high school. Like we said, really expensive schools. Oh my God, yeah, middle of the country school. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they. You know, they're not cheap by any means, but... Just because the country's named after you doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> the country? America? My last name? Well, no, you just you just said, you know, the school way up in your country. I was like, yeah, I hear you. Well, um, we're, we're, uh, we're getting close to the end. I did have one, one story that I wanted uh, to, to tell Go personally. Go for it. Uh, so I went to a wedding with, with my mom. Liar! Okay. I'm fucking with you. I'm just scared. <laughs> I thought you were serious. No. Uh, yeah, no, I went, went to a wedding with my mom this, this past weekend, and it was uh, so it was kind of a, a family friend sort of situation. I used to work for the groom's mom, and so, like, I know the family to some degree or another. And first of all, it was in St. Joseph's Church. Which is uh, a beautiful church. I actually graduated. Hmm? Is that the St. Joseph the Worker Church? I don't know. It's on Tulane. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, like, no, nobody uh, wants to marry me. But if they did, any chance of a Catholic wedding is fucking gone. I'm so I don't understand. I understand the worship. I understand the religion. But Jesus, those fucking like two-hour weddings. Well, they're boring as shit. Yes. And the first of all, the the priest who did you know it was a nice ceremony, but he was just way into Jesus. Like he's talking well, about he is a priest. No, he's, yeah, he's a priest into Jesus. He's too happy about like he's talking about the love between the bride and the groom, and he's like the, the love that I see in his eyes as he looks at her is the same love that Jesus has 
for us in our his con- congregation. I, I don't think this, the way a man looks at his wife is the, the same, same way as Jesus yeah, looking at us. I hope not. <clears throat> it, that's implies a man strength. looks at Jesus. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, so then at one point he's like, uh, he starts to, he says, as my good buddy, whatever the guy's name was, once said, Hank. sure, as my good buddy Hank once said, soul <laughs> is like a big jar full of milk. And the Holy Spirit is like Hershey's syrup. Hershey's chocolate syrup. You gotta pour it in, and you stir it, and you stir it, and you really, you gotta get in there. And sometimes, it's going to sprout, and the syrup's going to get on your shoes. At that point, I thought, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just something. You got a seizure. You had a seizure holding the chocolate. Why is the why, why is the Holy Spirit jizzing brown syrup on my shoes? Jizzing Jesus. My relationship with Jesus is very different than yours. And that is the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Probably not. It was, I mean, you know, I don't talk shit about it. You know, it, was, it was a nice ceremony. It was just, apparently I was the only one laughing uh, throughout this. And then I, I looked to my right, and there was this woman playing this giant harp. And I thought, where the fuck do you go to find someone who knows how to play the harp? And I the play woman, the harp. Shut up, Ron. <sighs> so the woman starts playing, and then I realized, oh, she doesn't really know how to play the harp either. It's, <laughs> There isn't a place to go. You can buy a harp somewhere. You just gotta fuck around with it. Right. It sounded sounded like Willie Nelson playing the harp. (laughs) They have those player harps that you can get at the piano stores, like player pianos. Uh, I don't think that's what this woman was. Well, that's what I'd buy. That way I'd I'd sound good no matter where. What the fuck would you need a harp for, Rom? I like harps. Uh, It's a good beer. Look, look, let's stop harping on this subject. Ah! That woman looked really fucking unhappy, too. I, hey, she, Adam, if you ever get married, I'll marry you. Don't worry about it. I'm if, licensed. Wait, if you get married, I'll marry you. Can we move on? No, a, I mean, I'll, I'll perform the ceremony. I'm not going to marry you, because that would be weird. That's, what, that's oh, what it sounded like. That sounds like what you were offering. Yeah? Well, I'm not going to go there. I'm a holy man. Keep that in mind. I am a holy man. Me and Monica. Yeah, you're a holy man. Um, me and Monica and uh, some other, you know, the guys in my band, a few other, went to a, one of our friend's wedding. You're having a group wedding? No, we went to our friend's wedding. One of the other guys uh, in another band got married. Okay. And this, speaking of how long and obnoxious weddings are, it's a Catholic wedding. We get there. Mm-hmm. We sit, it's, All of us are in the back. We're the bad kids in the back row, right? Well, the priest starts like, I mean, it, it honestly sounded like he was telling everyone that we were all shit if we didn't do this. Mm-hmm. And then he forgets the groom's name and calls him somebody else. <laughs> hey, what's your name? No, he said... He said, and do you take Richard? And he stops for a minute, and he, then he says the guy's name, and I'm like, he's like, I'm sorry, it was a long day. I'm like, dude, that's so fucked up. <laughs> I say, yeah, sure, I'll take Richard. Yeah, I'll take Richard. He's good enough for me. They should have signed Richard on the marriage license. Well, well it said for Richard or poor. Well, oh. <laughs> well, after that, I, you know, at the at the um, reception, I kept calling him Richard. It's fucked up. Well, I got one story. Well, wait, wait, I'm not done. Oh, you're not done. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, cut that off. So this is kind of pathetic, but uh, so I was at the the wedding and I'm I'm laughing to myself and and there's this girl there and she had to be one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Long red hair and I have yeah you know, I have a big thing about red redheads. She had like the most incredible ass, like like just pulled out like an apple. Uh, uh, an apple uh, don't have dumps like that truck. What? No. I don't know. It just came to mind. Was it golden delicious? <laughs> yes. Uh, but just gorgeous girl. And she's standing next to uh, a slightly older woman. Like, not old, but like older. That was her ass. Uh, very nice. She was a pretty girl, too. Uh, and then next to her was uh, one of the guys that I used to work with. And he was, check his ass out? Yeah, he, he's got a sweet one. I've seen more than uh, Whoa, hooray! Uh, no, but he's you know he's a good-looking guy. He's kind of a playboy, uh, or used to be. And I didn't know if that was... Well, I figured the woman next to him was probably his wife or fiance. But I didn't know if the girl next to her was their daughter, or if that's just how he rolls. There you know? man. Right. And, uh, turns out it was his daughter, but, uh, and I ended up sitting next to her at the, the at the... And you didn't say a word. I didn't say a fucking word. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I flat out pushed out. When I told Squirrels about it, she said, uh, Jesus, you're such a girl. 
I said, thanks. This is, I, I fucking flat out pussed. I, I've never, oh God, this girl was gorgeous. And, uh, I was, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I, what the fuck am I going to say to this girl? Oh, uh, hello. How about well, nice ass? It was a very. No, you don't yeah. say that right off the bat. She figured that. No, well, you catch her by guard, off guard that way. <laughs> You say you say something like, "I just got to let you know something because one one you look amazing, two you've got a great ass, and three can I buy you a house?" No problem. I got a little advice for <laughs> That's you. That's how you got your wife. You need to take <laughs> take the headphones off, go downstairs, find Mrs. Rome, get down on your knees, and thank God <laughs> that you are not alone. <laughs> He knows how Gucci has it. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I'm do it the other way around. So, but yeah, I totally pushed out. I'm, I'm, I'm just not that guy. I don't, I don't really I know hear you. how to talk to people. It, it's hard to talk to pretty people. It is. I mean, I can't, I can't even, I, I, I see myself in the mirror every morning. I'm just mute. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say something. Son of a bitch. So, <laughs> what, what, what was your well, story? I, I got one last thing to say before we get out of here. I, I read this story earlier about a guy in Iran who attempted to rob a bank. And the reason he attempted to rob this bank was because he met a guy on the street that convinced him that he was a warlock and that he put a spell on him to make him invisible to rob I, a bank. I was never in Iran. I swear to God. And the guy goes into the bank. And he proceeds to take money out of people's hands and just keeps pulling it out of everybody's hands. And they're all just staring at him like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then finally, <laughs> the security guard just pounces this dude. And, and he swore up and down that he was invisible. And then they cut off his hands. End of story. Probably. <laughs> but I thought it was fucking funny. I mean, that is how, how stupid can you be, dude? Yeah, he's probably got some mental disease. You think? <laughs> Stay in Iran, sir. Stay in Iran. Well, I, I, at the end of that story, uh, that's the end for us. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody. Uh, thank, thank you, Remy D, for coming yeah, on. Thank you very show. much. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank, I have nothing else to say. Thank the makers of Mountain Dew and Chinese food. <laughs> and if you would like to play, pay for a plug, please contact me. Yes. Ask <laughs> them one more time. Uh, tell them about the MHOG thing in May coming up. Wait, what? What about your man coming up? No, I said tell them about the MHOG party in May and the uh, one right. more thing about that. Yep. We'll talk about that for 20 minutes. Yeah, we're good. We're good. They know. They can, they can yeah. hear us. They probably stopped listening after that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know. Well, anyway, uh, I'm Wayne. I am Rumble. No, you are. You are Adam. I'm Adam. I'm Adam Shit. And who are you, sir? I have to do that again? Yes, please. And I am the Rumble. And for the you can find us on Core Destruction Radio. Com. And you can also see us on uh, mhogpodcast.com, Stitcher, and Radio. And remember, kids, remember, kids, to keep it metal! me like this. Why? Okay, then. That's it.